there's something in your life that you are trusting God or you really wish you were free from? You know, something that no matter how hard you've tried, no matter how much effort you've put in, it seems like you're stuck in a particular loop in time or in an experience and you are unable to break free from it. There is something called yokes and yokes bind you to someone or to something and if you're under a yoke, you cannot go beyond its limits. In other words, you cannot outrun a yoke. No matter how hard you try, you can't succeed in trying to outrun a yoke because yokes are not meant to be outrun. Yokes are meant to be broken. And there are a lot of people who walk the streets today, trying everything they can, doing all they, they can, you know, putting in all the effort. And it seems like there is no result being yielded and they just feel stuck in their life. They feel stuck with certain things that they believe is not the will of God for them. Unknown to many of them, they are dealing with yokes. And until those yokes are broken, that experience is not going to end. And this message is not a message of fear, but instead it's a message of hope that Jesus Christ breaks yokes. And the word of God is coming to you today through this episode to bring you out of every yoke and to establish you in the reality of liberty that is in Christ Jesus. Hello everyone, my name is James George and I welcome you to today's episode of Moment of Clarity. concept of yokes is not something that I can completely exhaust and I don't know all there is to know about it. Probably you're going to find more materials out there to you know, help you to experience freedom from whatever yoke may be binding you. But the whole essence of today's episode is to bring you the good news that Jesus Christ breaks yokes. Jesus Christ breaks yokes and he wants to break whatever yoke that is in your life. And at the same time, I want to help you gain some insights into what yokes are, how they work, and how you can deal with a yoke if you notice it in your life. So come with me on this journey and let us look into God's Word together and see how to deal with these issues. What is a yoke? Literally, a yoke is a long piece of wood, right? That is placed across the necks of two animals, probably an oxen, you know, to to help them work closely together in pulling a plow in a farm. But, you know, if we are to use it metaphorically, the way it is used many times in the scriptures and in other sources, a, a, a yoke usually represents subjection. Okay? You, if, if you are yoked to somebody, it means you are subjected to that person. If you are yoked to something, it means you are subjected to that thing. And for example, the Bible uses the word iron yoke. The, those words iron yoke represent you know, unusually humiliating bondage. Jeremiah 28 verse 13 and 14 says, Go and tell Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You have broken a wooden yoke, but in its place you will get a yoke of iron. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, I will put an iron yoke on the necks of all these nations to make them serve Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, and they will serve him, and I will give him control over the wild animals. Having established that, we need to know that yokes are meant to do three things. Number one, yokes are meant to subdue. Yokes 
are meant to bring one under bondage right to subdue or to bring one under bondage number two yours are meant to guide you in a particular order this is the path to take you're going straight straight is straight you'll never be able to turn to the left you'll never be able to turn to the right even if you want to and even if you feel you have the potential to do so yokes limit you from doing so and then thirdly yokes may are meant to condition you in a particular system or to a particular order as well not just about going in a straight line yokes places you under 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 a form of conditioning that makes you think or believe that this is all there is to life and for you there can't be anything more than this please note as we proceed that according to the words of jesus in matthew chapter 11 verse 28 down to 30 we can see that not all yokes are evil in nature because jesus himself says we should take up his own yokes right if you take up his own yoke rather that his yoke is easy and his body in his lights Matthew chapter 11 verse 20 to 30 come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so if jesus himself has yokes then we must understand that yokes in themselves are not bad what makes a yoke bad or good what makes a yoke evil or godly is the being behind it all right is the being behind it so if satan himself places a yoke on you you should know that there is trouble but when you prepare the yoke of jesus you are safe and being yoked to jesus is beneficial to you right one of the benefits of being yoked to jesus is that you are open up to a life of adventure with him yes you you will place certain restrictions in your life but when you look at it those restrictions are actually meant to save you from the things that wants to destroy you than to actually keep you from enjoying all that god wants you to enjoy secondly is that being used to jesus brings you exposes you to a world of experience and understanding where you grow and you mature it's like being merged with an older person you know to work with in such a way that although he restricts you from certain things yet you describe that you may have all the potential you may have all the strength you may have all the dreams but he has all the experience and if you can draw from his experience you will be 10 times better so with jesus christ your perspectives in life is you know is affected the way you see the world is affected the way you deal with things is affected and you become more and more like him and then thirdly, the benefit of being yoked to Jesus Christ is that you get to enjoy his presence. Being yoked to someone means you are going to always be with them. They are going to always be watching over you. You are going to always be under them. The benefit of being yoked to Jesus is that you are, you, you are bound to enjoy his companionship, his guidance, his comfort. Everything that comes from his presence will be yours. Why? Because you are used to him. All right? You are used to him and your life cannot be the same. Your battles will be his battles. Your issues will be his issues. Why? Because you are his responsibility and you are under him. So no wonder Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. But my yoke is easy and my body is light. Because rather it is a blessing to be yoked to Jesus than to be yoked to anything else. Yokes in people's lives. Take it or leave it. Everybody is used to something. Either you are yoked to something or something is yoked to you. Scriptures, for example, tells us that there can be a yoke of relationship. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. The Bible likens that to a partnership between light and darkness. Right? Yeah. You may not necessarily see a yoke physically. You may not necessarily 
you know, see it with your two eyes or feel it with your physical senses. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. Although they are not something you may see, their effects can be seen. You can see the effects of use. Right? Now, when you're stuck in a cycle, you know, you're seeing freedom, you're seeing peace, you're seeing hope, you're seeing change, but you just seem so powerless and unable to reach it. There is a yoke in play here and the devil is involved. For some people, these yokes can be environmental. You could go to a particular environment right now and it seems there's a particular trend in play there. Almost every young person acts the same way, comes out the same way. There is no responsible person growing up from that community. It seems every young girl is, you know, promiscuous. Every young boy is a thug. Every young boy is into crime. The elderly people are, you know, drunkards. And, you know, nobody responsible lives there. And then you see somebody new who's there. And it's like they are also caught in the mix. You know, that community is under a particular yoke. That community is yoked or under subjection to something. We can call it a stronghold. We can call it, you know, bondage. But, you know, these represent yokes. For some people, they are yoked to that an environment in such a way that they do not see anything outside of that environment. Now, this is different from God asking you to stay in a place or God placing you in a place because that is where he wants to bless you. I mean... The kind of yokes I'm talking about is the kind where this is not God placing you in a place, but rather a place conditioning you to feel that this is all there is. There is nothing more, there is nothing greater, there is nothing better, and all you have to do is to settle for this. You see, this is actually meant to limit you from being all that God wants you to be. And until you break out from that place, you can never be it. Until you move out from such a place, you can never be it. And so one of the yokes that keep people could be the yoke, uh, the yoke of environment, environment that conditions and limits people from being all that God wants them to be. Another yoke that people may deal with is the, you know, unending circle of sinful habits, or you know, an inclination inclination to a, a particular lifestyle that they know do not give glory to God. They know these lifestyles do not give glory to God. If you are under this yoke, even if you do change an environment. Nothing is going to change in your life. Even if you do travel from, you know, Nigeria to America to, to, to the UK to France to any country in the world, you will still see those patterns replaying in your life. Those are yokes. For some people, it could be their past, maybe, you know, what they've done in the past or, you know, something inherited. You know, all of these things have a way of bringing unhealthy experiences into the life of people. It could be even relationships. It could be anything. You see, you can operate spiritually. You can operate mentally. You can operate in environment. You can operate in relationship. You can operate in any way. And like I said earlier, it is anything that brings you under subjection. Now, this message is not to bring you fear, like I said, but to tell you there is hope. And we can find consolation in this word. Jesus Christ breaks yokes. Jesus Christ sets people free. And if you surrender to his own yoke, your yokes will be broken. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 tells us, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Please take note. Every yoke is meant to keep your life in check, in a limit, right? So it's meant to keep you under subjection to the one who placed you in it who plays the yoke on you now if you are yoked to somebody you are subject to them and if that is the case it is better that you are yoked to someone to something that gives you life that gives you peace that gives you hope that gives you rest than to be yoked to someone or to something that brings death that brings chaos that brings pain that brings destruction now, 
dealing with yokes. As I said earlier, you cannot expect or you do not expect to outrun your yokes no matter how fast you run. Because yokes are not meant to be outrun, yokes are meant to be broken. In fact, the more you try by your own effort to break a yoke, the more difficult and complicated it will get. That's why the scripture says, by strength and power shall no man prevail. In the world's eyes, in the world's sense, if you have cars, if you have you know, beautiful cars, houses, and money in your bank account, you say you're free. But you see, true freedom does not come from all of these things. Yes, true freedom does not come from all of these things. There are a lot of people who have these things and their lives are chaotic. There are a lot of people who have these things and they just wish to have peace. They just wish to have fulfillment. And they feel to get all of these things is not enough. They need more. They need more. So the true freedom comes from having the life of God in you, from having eternal hope, the very life of God in you, where you are free from Satan's bondage. If you are free from Satan's bondage, the very life of God himself that is in Jesus Christ. That means if you are yet to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are yet to lay hold on your only hope to freedom, on your only hope to salvation, on your only hope to being free from the bondage of the devil. Galatians chapter 1 verse 13 and 46, For he has rescued us from the power of darkness, and has brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, and the King James Version has through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And Jesus himself adds to this in John chapter 8 verse 36 that oh, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Therefore, if you are here to have a relationship with God, a simple prayer of Lord Jesus surrender to you. Simple prayer of surrender to His own yoke, to His Lordship, and make all the difference in your life. Simple prayer of receiving Him and bringing yourself under His leadership, under His Lordship, can mark the beginning of a change in your life, can mark the beginning of a turnaround in your own experience. And you, have, you can do that right now if you have never done that before. And if you have done that and you, you know you walked away from it, you can also do that before you can make use of anything else I'm going to be sharing in the rest of this video. If you are a believer and it seems you are still struggling with all of these yokes, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, environmental yokes, sinful habits, unhealthy relationship fears of the future or the possibilities that you know god is making available for you in life in destiny or any other unusual event in your life you need to allow the holy spirit to do the work of deliverance in your life you need to allow him to do that and what is this deliverance it's simple it is the entrance of the light of god's word you may be like is that really it yes the child of God, the word of God is your deliverance. And 107 verse 21 says he sent his word and delivered them from their destruction. And John chapter 1 verse 4 to 5 adds, In him, that is Jesus, the word was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You see, when you allow the word of God in your life, yokes will break. I'm using the word allow because a lot of us do have access to the word of God. But because we are so tied up to seven things, we are unable to receive the word of God the way it is. Because we are subject to a lot of things, we are not submitting to all that God's word says we should submit. Some of us are partially submitted. Some of us choose what to obey, choose what not to obey. And as a result of that, we do not allow the word to have its full effect in our lives. You remember the scripture says that the word of God is living and active. But you know, the word of God is active, the word of God is alive, the word of God is powerful. But if you do not allow the holy spirit to work it in your life 
you can never get the light that is in it. You will just be limited to knowledge and there is no transformation that will come out of it. Now, you need to know that if Christ or his words do not have an upper hand in your life, the devil will have an upper hand in your life. You need to take note of that. If Christ is not having the upper hand, the devil will have the upper hand. There is no middle ground. There is no sitting on the fence. It's either Jesus is winning in your life or Satan is having a field day. All right? And all you need in your life is enveloped in God's word. All you need in your life is enveloped in God's word. Within the, beyond the letters. It's not just about the written letter, but it's about the spiritual reality, the spirit force behind you. Jesus is the word that I speak unto you. They are spirit and they are life. And you, you have to learn to now bring those realities that are in the word into your practical experience. And this is where the Holy Spirit comes down. The Holy Spirit now is the enforcer of this deliverance that we are talking about. The Holy Ghost is the enforcer of this liberation that we see in the light of God's word. You need the Holy Ghost to be able to experience His light. You need the Holy Ghost to lead you on. You need the Holy Ghost to work in your heart to open you up for the entrance of light. If you see the entrance of the word giveth light, it gives understanding to the simple. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You see, in all of these experiences, your greatest problem as a child of God is not the experiences, the events, or the issues you're dealing with themselves. It is the power that the lies of the devil is having over you. Because before the devil enslaves a person, especially a child of God, he presents lies to you. If the devil can convince you that you are not who God says you are, you cannot have all God says you have, and your life is not what God says it is, when you accommodate that and accept it, you give the devil room to, you know, reign in your life. You give the devil room to dominate. You give the devil room to come and replicate or produce those things that he has lied to you about. A lot of people believe a lot of things. A lot of people are superstitious about a lot of things. They are believers, but they are superstitious about a lot of things. And these superstitions have power over them. Why? Because they believe it to be true for them. And it does happen. But the devil is a liar because God's word says that there is a way out. In Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, it says, In that day their body will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be broken because you have grown so far. And the King James Version says, The yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. And Jesus says in John chapter 8 verse 32, And you shall know the truth. And we already know what that truth is. The word of God, the light, that knowledge is the light, right? And it says that truth which you know, that truth whose light you have received, will set you free. So God is telling someone today the very same thing he told the Israelites in the wilderness when they came out of Egypt in Leviticus 26 verse 13, that I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt so that you will no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. So whatever your yoke is, there is deliverance for you in Christ Jesus. And the Holy Ghost is called the anointing of the Lord. Whatever an power, powerful anointing you are seeing demonstrated, it's coming because the Holy Ghost is present. Right? It's coming because the Holy Spirit is present. Now, through surrender to the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit is that lives in you, you open yourself up to the flow of His power. There is no yoke that can stand the power of God. Remember, Remember, I've told you before that, you know, you're either yoked to something or something is yoked to you. So when you come under the yoke of the Holy Spirit, when you come under the yoke of Jesus Christ, you, you are bound to become his responsibility to become his business so that whatever yoke in your life is something that he will break and there is no yoke he cannot break. All right. Prayer becomes more powerful, more effective, more alive when the Holy Ghost is involved.
obedience becomes easy when the holy ghost makes your heart willing the bible says in ezekiel that he says i'll put my spirit upon you and you will keep my statutes you will obey my instructions revelations that will transform your life become accessible through the work of the holy ghost on your heart apostle paul who writes in his Pauline letters that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened being enlightened when you are given the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of god and then you can lead, you can receive the power to live the higher life by the power of the holy spirit now you cannot keep disobeying neglecting or ignoring the holy ghost and expecting to be breaking things in your life it will not work for you to see a change then you must come under his own yoke i've already told us earlier that under the yoke of christ you are more you know it's more advantageous for you to be under the yoke of christ i've said that to us earlier and the scriptures tells us something very important in the book of james it says submit yourself unto god resist the devil and he will flee from you look at the progression of all of this now we already know that these yokes that you're seeing in your life are the works of the devil right and then the bible is telling us how to break them how to break free from them it says first of all submit yourself unto god remember we said what yokes are it is what brings you under subjection to someone now when you are yoked to god when you're yoked to jesus christ you come under submission to god and i'll tell you what that means you come under that subjection to God and when you are under you know that yoke of Christ Jesus you are empowered you have the authority to resist the devil the Bible did not tell us that he's going to dance the Bible tells us he's going to flee the Bible tells us he's not going to fight it back because he doesn't have the power at that time it's not your power that will be chasing after him it will be the power of God and thank God Jesus has gained the victory for us and it's the victory of Christ that will go forth and enforce that deliverance in our lives when we do resist the devil right and what does it mean to be subjected to the Lord what does it mean to be yoked to Jesus? It means to surrender to Him. It means to, to give yourself over to building a relationship with Him and walking in His precepts, walking in His word, walking in obedience to Him, walking like you are not your own Lord anymore. Many times we think freedom is being free to do whatever we want. No, I, I would think that is madness. Freedom is actually being able to do the right thing, being having the ability to do the right thing at the right time. All right, being able to to have the power to choose and experience life that's freedom not something being enforced on you and true freedom is coming from being subjected to christ that's the paradox of the whole thing true freedom is come uh, can be the experience in your life when you're subjected to christ and i just share with us how these things can come to play they may look like fiction to you but these are the pathways to testimonies that i have seen in my own life and in the lives of so many other people as well you need to pray for and build a relationship with the holy spirit Pray for and build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's your closest friend. Every other person can fail you, but the Holy Ghost is your closest friend. He's been given to us by the Father. And when we submit to Him, we can see Him in our lives, shattering everything that is not of God. The Lord is inviting you today to a genuine relationship with Him. It's left for you to answer that call. You, know, you can talk to Him about what binds you. What is that yoke in your life that you're dealing with? What is that issue in your life that you find yourself stuck with and struggling with? He can set you free. If you can just let him know about it and then let him know that you are willing to come under his yoke. You are willing to submit yourself to him. Go with him wherever he wants you to go. To go with him in whatever his word says. If you do this, you can trust him and you will see him. Even when it looks like nothing is happening, then trust him. You must make up your mind to trust him. But make up your mind to put your faith on him. Putting your faith on Jesus is not like a magic wand where you just 
wave it over your problems and they are gone. Sometimes it will look like nothing is happening, but that's what faith is. You have to trust that what God was saying is true and you embrace that rather than how you feel or the things you're seeing around you. As you keep on praying every day, as you keep on reading and studying God's word, as you keep your faith in confessing what God's word says about you rather than how you feel, and as you keep on following the word step by step, God will show up for you and your life will not remain the same. It's my prayer that as you act upon these things, that yokes in your life will be broken for real and you will enter into the experience that God has for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I trust that this episode has blessed you today. If it has, please don't forget to share your testimonies with us. Share a word of encouragement in the coming session. Share with friends. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and help us to spread across social media. This word may reach out to somebody and bless them. And if God is leading to your heart to support Moment of Clarity in one way or the other so that we can reach more people, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. And the Lord will increase you in the name of Jesus Christ. Until next time, my name is James George. I am your host, Moment of Clarity. Stay bound to Jesus Christ and remember He loves you and He wants you to be all that He has ordained for you to be. God bless you.